This is a story for those who wish that they could truly read between the lines of the book they were reading and see the world of the story through the eyes of the author. For those who wish that they could make nonfiction from fiction. For those who wish that dreams were true. This is a story of a group of wayward friends who came together from the far reaches of two worlds to come together and to help make dreams reality. This is Hazeltown's story. Hello and welcome to Hazeltown Story episode 11. Um, this one is going to be the start of a new arc. Uh, and this arc, uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing this further because this is going to be an arc that kind of explores a little bit more into the world uh, that Hazeltown and the Steinwald and the characters in general all live in. Uh, especially like, you know, Hazeltown itself. Uh, and the, you know, the general vicinity around it, uh, and kind of the culture there. Um, so yeah, I think that this will be an interesting one. Um, uh, also it's a completely interesting one because the different tone altogether, uh, from the last arc, um, probably not going to see as much combat in this one as we will, uh, the last one. Uh, but there may be, depending upon how it goes, um, but yeah, um, this looks like it will be kind of interesting. And also it was, uh, I had to come up with the majority of this, uh, after the last one. So it's kind of testing my ability to come up with a scenario, uh, relatively quickly rather than just having to come with one, like have the build up time that ha the first Hazeltown story arc did, uh, this, I had to come up with a little bit quicker, um, so yeah, uh, I don't know exactly how long this arc is going to last, but uh, it will, um, it's at least going to be six episodes uh, because, uh, spoilers, we're not going to be finished with this arc at the end of uh, these three uh, that we did not finish uh, after our first session. Um, so yeah, we're going to at least have three more episodes of this arc, um, or at least of this session. Uh, was definitely a full three. Uh, although I'm going to fully admit uh, the cut points in this one are going to be a little weird. Um, but it was either like having one super short in like one super long and then another kind of short one uh, or just kind of bringing it up even. Uh, but it should be fine. Um, it shouldn't, you shouldn't miss out on too much due to the snaps. Um, but yeah, um, I guess... Other than that, since we're going to start with the introduction of the characters, uh, I will let uh, the players themselves introduce who they are. And in fact, why don't we go ahead and do with the introduction? Since we have uh, two new characters, I feel like it might be worth mentioning, or might uh, start out this with a introduction to uh, kind of who your characters are and kind of some of their strengths. So I guess uh, we'll start with Card. Let's see. Uh, might as well just start with normal alphabetical order. So let's go with Carnival. So I'll be playing Yohar Govner, who basically is a pirate that from the South China Sea that has made their way over here looking for a job and is a powerful, powerful telepath. Yes. A pirate without a ship. Look, things happened. There's a reason they're looking for work. Yes. Um. Also, do you want to give uh, kind of a brief uh, physical description? Uh, yeah, let me just find it again. 
Uh, trying to find it. There we go. Uh, they're they're uh, twenty four, five foot four, athletically toned, orange fishtail, hairstyle, orange eyes, triangles, triangular scar above the left eye. Yes. Uh, also, they are a rabbit. Yes. Uh, with blue fur, because that that actually was my touch, <laughs> because it it's the complimentary orange. So, uh, yeah. So there's carnival character. Uh, death. What about your character? Yes. This time I am playing Bobby, nice southern gentleman, who has many different business interests, and is always looking to expand and make more money. Bob B, um, noted sleaze elemental. Yes. Uh, he is a dragon man. And, um, well, imagine if Sam Elliott played Boss Hog from Dukes of Hazard. and was also a dragon man. That's what he looks like. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, so that is, yeah, so those are new characters. Uh, Tarpo, you are still playing Arabia. So, the Chaos Cow returns. Chaos Cow rides again. All right. Now, let me have to do one thing real quick. Okay. So, um, with this new arc, uh, we will start. Uh, basically, what I feel like how your characters kind of got introduced. Uh, after the success of the first kind of uh, mission, uh, basically, Theron was uh, basically... Once we found out that actually, oh, this this thing that we were working on is actually could actually have some real interesting uses. Um, basically, started to expand. Uh, basically, wanted to expand the network and try and see what kind of applications that this could be done. And in the process, one of the things that we uh, he'd want to do is because after after the last one, we realized, oh, uh, we don't just need people who can kick the shit out of people. Uh, we might want to diversify uh, our runner base. Uh, so basically through contacts, I believe you you would have known Lomi from a, essentially uh, his way since he uh, would be a member of some uh, combat veteran support groups. Uh, since you, I guess uh, when you came to Hazeltown would try and like, okay, maybe let me kind of, Try and have a quote unquote normal life, I guess, uh, just to see how that would go. And through that, you met Lomi, uh, so that's yeah. They they were trying to get a nice boat on boat on the lake to tr try a boathouse. Yep. So um, that's how you met Lomi, and then through that, got introduced to Theron, and basically he was able to rope you into this, uh, and then um, uh, Bob. Bobby, uh, I guess you would, uh, since you're both, since you are also a dragon, I believe part of the things I think we, I can't remember if we discussed it or not, but that you and Theron probably came from the same area. So I kind of imagined that, uh, it was more of a, uh, kind of, kind of a friend of a friend from back home situation that you two know each other. I just imagine it as Theron being someone that Bobby met as a party and who Bobby uh, spent part of the time schmoozing, slapped the business card into his hand, and went off to do the same thing to, like, 20 other people. Okay, that works. 
Um, so yeah, uh, you all are kind of familiar with the basic concept of what we are trying to do. Uh, so basically, um, Theron has called for all three of you uh, to basically come, uh, not so, well, how about this? Well, uh, basically he calls you all into his office um, to kind of explain uh, what he wants to do. And uh, with him in the uh, this time is he just has a radio with him. So you all enter his office uh, and you see that she is sitting to the side. Um, so you walk in and Theron does this. Okay, hey, welcome. Uh, please sit down. Uh, I got something I want to talk to you about. Bobby spreads his arms wide and swaggers over. Theron, you've changed your mind about doing business. Yes, we have. I have a potential, a potential thing that might interest you. Uh, something that you might be able to help with. Do uh, tell. So, uh, basically, from that, Theron uh, basically pulls out a box that he had to the side uh, and kind of puts it on his desk. Uh, and inside of that box, you see a whole bunch of those little white sensor balls from the last one, the sensor, uh, the magic sensors, the magic, the magic lenses, I believe, or I, at least what we're going to refer to them going on as. Um, basically, those uh, little white sensor orbs that were able to detect all the stuff that was in uh, that uh, the Animancer's layer, uh, and basically he says, "Well, ever since we kind of finished that last mission, uh, I've been wanting to kind of test the power of these things, because um, we don't exactly know how. Like inside of that layer, they like they did were able to detect." Um, basically a pretty good representation of what was in that layer. But the thing is, the layer was pretty enclosed. So I'm curious about the range of the, these things. Um, so I've also been uh, working with Radia here to kind of get some more of them. Uh, we were able to kind of figure out how these can be kind of made. Uh, and uh, Radia here is kind of worked in basically she shakes the box saying we've been able to actually craft these ourselves now uh we're so we can now actually you know do something with them like uh, shooting. they're good for shooting uh you're looking for a means to sell them well, I gotcha. well not quite uh we don't want to sell these exactly we want to sell what these can possibly see because Wait, you're creating the panopticon. A what? Panopticon. You know. Baron... That sounds like some nerd shit to me. The severe of surveillance system. Yes. Uh. Well. Here's the thing. Um. We can check to see how well it is, but the thing is, what I kind of want to do is I kind of want to go big. And he kind of waves his arms, kind of spreads them out. Like, I really want to see what the range of these are. Um, now, the problem is, is that um, any big Colosseum or anything, that would give us a lot of space to see how far these things go. Um, but I'm pretty sure that we're not going to be able to uh, get let someone just walk in and say, hey, can we just mount these weird white orbs to your 
walls and everything and just think it's all hunky-dory for our magical dream simulation thing, uh, I don't think that's going to work. So what I kind of realized, or what I thought of, uh, is one other thing. And basically he takes out of his drawer, uh, he put, takes out a pamphlet and puts it on the desk. Uh, and basically, he actually takes a couple of them, he puts one on the desk and then kind of has like four of them in his hand, kind of holds it out uh, to for all of you to take. Um, I know a place that could have some interesting uses for these things. Uh, and basically, uh, what you could probably see from a glance of it uh, is on the brochure, you see that it is a brochure for the Sapphire Lakes Park. Um, the Sapphire Lakes Park is a uh, natu- national park of the Council of Sea Bear Nations. Um, and it is a very large park. Uh, it is known for having what basically uh, it's amphitheater, which can house um, a few thousand people, actually, and is a very widely known venue for uh, concerts and like plays and that. Uh, but it does also have some recreation areas. It with the lakes, it does have a few lakes that can go boating in. There's also one that's made for like swimming. Uh, it is a very well-stocked national park. Now, the thing hit in Theron continues, Theron, there are basically, you see here, it's kind of hard. Like if you're thinking about, uh, if you're a nice uh, someone checking out uh, kind of, it's kind of hard to see these kind of like, if you saw just a white orb just kind of sitting in the middle of the park, you wouldn't kind of bat an eye. Like, probably something that they do to keep the birds or something. So, what I feel is that we can put some of these up in this park. And I feel like this could probably be a good test to see how far the range that on these things are. So you're going to spy on a public park? Um, so we were thinking of that. Um, this does also prove and basically he just kind of does the the hand motion where he's kind of like has his hands like in the double finger guns it's like pointing back at himself like he knows that he is doing something that he probably shouldn't well the thing is yes we will be spying on some people with this but what i've been able to work um because i realize that could prove uh slightly problematic um because if we're able to, say, record motion in that area, um, that is uh, slightly unethical. Um, thankfully, I've been able to work with, I ran this by uh, Henry and Bibley. They are apparently able to scrub out any kind of, no, any kind of presence that, let's just say, isn't important. Any kind of bush fucking, yes. He just kind of puts your thought to the side is like, yes. Uh, but also, uh, let's just say bystanders won't have to worry about that. Uh, because that could be a problem if we're trying to, uh, you know, show our work to others. Uh, also, you know, yeah. He just kind of looks aside. Um, so, yeah. Um, the thing is, is that, um, we are going to need 
this is probably our best spot to kind of put these things up. So let's, I'm trying to think how to phrase this. Let's just go ahead and I might need your, your help to, uh, let's say help put this up and then just kind of see what happens. Nothing so major. You, so you're wanting us to run interference effectively. Make sure no one gets asked too many questions about the weird orbs. That and also put them up. But yes, um, we need to be somewhat um, discreet about this. So why am I here? Uh, well, um, some of the things here about this park is that um, you just kind of pause. We need someone who could climb trees. It does have some pretty nice trees. Also some comfy bushes for sleeping. Yes. It yes. Um yeah. So I would request your help, and then once we get them all up, you can help see what we can accomplish with this. Because if you think about it, um this could give a like if you think about that amphitheater, if we had a way that we could record any sort of concert there that would give you the ability for the park to record anything there and be able to uh, have that as a recording for any concert that they have there. Uh, the library system, I'm sure would appreciate that and also uh, give them some revenue in case they wanted to say, give that out to other people or you could have parks. recording what in the library. Well, concerts or plays or anything that's going on oh, in the amphitheater. Not the, okay. Oh, oh, the amphitheater, not recording in, in the library. Okay. Yeah. Uh, rec recording the basically just sit down and just watch whatever is going on. And you can just, there's, there's your concert there. No, 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 like no very heavy recording equipment. It just, it's a person's point of view. Look, look, look. I'm not normally one to think too hard about these sorts of things, but this even to me feels a little, uh, What's the word? Naive? Yes, I realize that there might be other applications, but we got to start somewhere. <laughs> he did, if Theron just kind of gives you a side glance. Bobby uh, just winks back at him. We got to start somewhere. We need to show that what we can do. Because right yes. now, unless we come across uh, some other caves that have just miraculously have these sensor orbs and he pulls one up uh there's not much we can really do with this so we need to see what exactly we can do with this so um standard pay just like last time uh for just helping us install this and also for just seeing what you can do yeah i'll put i gotta pay for that boat somehow probably elaborate what standard pay is since two of the characters uh, weren't here last time. All right. Oh, and basically he just kind of, because he's looking at a Ravi when you say that, and he just kind of looks like, oh, yes, he'll be receiving uh, 150 credits for this, which is just a reminder, this is 1970s era money, which, what's just, let's just for sake of ease, uh, just say that it credits a dollar. All right. So it's 150 bucks in the in US, or in uh, 1970s money. Yeah. Um, so, um, and basically, uh, you see Radio to the side just kind of sitting there minding herself, and then she's like, 
Well, um, I got some. Of the, I got uh, a rough map of the area, like a larger map of the area. So uh, I think before we go, we I have even more of those uh, at my place. Uh, why don't we stop by there, and then we can kind of map out what we want to do. <laughs> sure. Aaron, my boy, let me know when the when the equipment's up running. Give me a call. See what I can do about getting this stuff into the libraries. I'll I'll keep in touch. Um. So yeah, uh, there is that. So, um, with that, uh, you basically, um, hmm. So you all just kind of uh disperse for uh for now uh but then uh after that theron basically says why don't we meet up the next day at around noon uh because let's just say it is a in the like say a tuesday at like around um let's just say like 10 or 11 like right before lunch break um where there won't be a whole lot of people at the park uh, and you stop uh, by basically, uh, you're all given address of where Radio's uh, apartment is. Uh, it is actually an apartment complex that is found in Hazeltown. So it is, let's just say it is a moderately uh, comfortable apartment. It's not like uh, completely like broke down or anything, but it is nothing super fancy either. Um, but you all come into the area or like, Basically, you all meet up at a certain time. Uh, you all kind of meet up at the same, like, basically, you all are standing outside of her door. You all kind of happen to run or, like, come in at around the same time. I don't think we've been properly introduced. He extends his hand towards Aravia and Yuhar. The name's Bob B. You may have heard of me. Please do not touch me. Yuhar. Uh, flinches for a second, like, about to grab their gun, and then just shakes Bobby's hand. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes, Bobby then takes out a business card and slaps it into Yuhar's hand. Yuhar grits their teeth, and thanks. Um, so basically, uh, you kind of hear some movement towards the door, uh, and, uh, you see it open up, and Radia is there, um, basically holding up another sort of like basically she has one in her hand while also um holding a screwdriver in her mouth is like okay hey come on down and need help i'm good you see her kind of like like oh and then basically kind of now that the door is open just takes the screwdriver oh sorry about that i was uh getting some of these last ones ready uh please come in uh, we, I have the map up on a desk or on my table now, so we can kind of look over the place. Which is it, a desk or a table? It, it's a, it's a, it's a table. Let's just say a dining. Let's say it's like the kitchenette table. He has like a small kitchenette, and you see that a larger map is laid on that table uh, inside of her apartment. You see, uh, it is a pretty spacious. Let's just say, uh, two bedroom, one bath. Um. With like a pretty space, like a pretty good sized living room, but also in a kitchen and like a dining room. Uh, so you see that it is left on the map. You also see in the, her living room that she has a lot of uh, 
She has a computer in there, as well as a lot of shelves that are just cluttered with random, uh, like, tech things. Like, random, like, gadgets and all that. Man, look at all this nerd shit. She kind of takes that as kind of a thing of pride, I guess. And just kind of, kind of just smiles at that, and then just kind of... Um, Sets the thing down on the table or like by the desk, by the computer, and then just kind of walks over to the table with the map on it and just kind of like pats her hands uh, and basically says, well, here's the map. Um, here's the thing that I figured there is. Uh, you see that it is quite spacious um, and she kind of has circled some areas uh, that uh, might be of interest. Uh, so. Uh, first off, the thing is, we definitely want to see, um, we kind of want to have some of these kind of looking over the amphitheater. Uh, and she kind of points to the general area. It is a pretty wide area. Uh, the thing is also, uh, there are there's seating to kind of think of like a oval uh, in the center with uh, stadium seating, like or like tiered seating to the like basically four cardinal directions, um, kind of in the like northwest, northeast, like in the corners. Uh, you do actually see that there are some trees there. Uh, it, it is kind of, uh, think about it as basically a dent in a huge hill. So it's basically like on top of a hill, but like dented um, mm. where the amphitheater is. Uh, so there are tre trees so built into the hill is what you're saying. Pretty much. Um, so you can, there are, she's like, the tree, there are trees there that would look, be very, it would be very inconspicuous to see them. Um, and it, you get pretty dense cover. So basically, as long as you can get up one of those trees, you can probably point it down, and it will be able to see uh, through things. Also, from what we were able to see, uh, it seems like uh, it doesn't necessarily need line of sight. So uh, if you put it in the middle, um, she kind of points to the middle of a circle where it's like the middle of a uh, kind of a patch of trees. Uh, it should be pretty inconspicuous, and uh, should give us plenty good vision of the area. Uh, I, and she kind of points to like kind of a, a corner one, like let's say northeast and southwest kind of thing. Uh, where it's like if we put one in each, uh, that should be that might be sufficient. Um, so those should be good places. Uh, she also any trouble uh, from the popo. Uh, there will be a presence, uh, from the uh, from uh, I believe they have some rangers there. Um, but I don't think there'll be that much of a problem. Um, did you not okay this way? Did you think we got this okayed? We're putting we up random cameras around the park. Well, uh, I did actually get a mention from uh, Henry that he's able to, he's trying to work uh, something out. He didn't say what, but he's kind of, when we were talking about uh, whether or not this might be trouble, uh, he said that he'd take care of it and he didn't really say much else. Look, Yehar, I'm just making sure if I need to kick some rent-a-cop ass or not. I mean, I'm packing, so... I didn't need to know that about you. So it's like, if we have to, if we have to shoot people, I'm, we're ready. It's not gonna go down. So, but it's just... Yeah, there's no it, way this is gonna go well. I was gonna say, when, she, uh, when you say that, Radio just kind of, you can see her kind of freeze up just a smidge. She's like, oh, well, I, I don't think that we need to get Anything like that, it should be fine. Um, She's right. 
that's a solution that can easily be bribed out of. I I I think we should be good. Uh, we have. Um, Henry mentioned that he works at the university and he was able. He knows some people that will be able to kind of get us a permit for a somewhat of. We're working on uh, observing the nature of the area, so we we shouldn't have to do anything jail worthy. We should just be able to put it up and be fine. I mean, it's only jail worthy if you get caught. You would see her just kind of start to freeze up. We should. You're, you're right. Good. You're right, Aravia. You're right. Mm, perhaps Bobby should procure a golf cart for us in case we need to make a speedy haste from the park. It should sh- 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 be fine. We shouldn't have to worry about that. Let's just look at some of the other areas. Um, let's, like right here. Um, one of the lakes. Uh, there is a huge patch of trees over by uh, the North Crystal Lake. Um, or North, excuse me, North Sapphire Lake. Uh, that's where they have uh, some of the boats there, and it's a pretty wide open area. It's this patch of trees that's right in the middle of this field. Um, you'll we'll have a pretty wide range, and we'll be able to see just how far just one of these can go. Um, and then she points kind of uh, a little bit over to the left. Um, basically, there's also a trail that maybe, uh, if we put it in kind of a, it goes through the uh, forest here. If we put it in there, we should be able to see just how much interference goes through. Um, and then also, uh, also, uh, Theron mentioned that there's, she points over this, uh, little area that's kind of, uh, that looks like it's going through a forest, but then you see it's kind of a little cleared out section. It's like, there's a little feeding area where they have, uh, feeders set up so that animals usually come in there. Uh, Theron wanted to see, uh, point one there just to kind of see what goes through here. And, uh, yeah. Um, so here are some good spots there. We can kind of, we should just be able to put them there. Um, and we shouldn't have any issue with that. Got it? Yeah. If you say so. Sure. You okay, but what if local wings. wildlife get in our way? They're just nice park rangers. They're not going to do anything with it. No, I, I, local wild animals. Oh, uh, uh, right, right. I'll beat up a fucking park ranger if I have to. Right. Um, the animals, they, like, there there might be, like, there there are animals out there. Like, there are bears in things, apparently. Oh, yeah, bears. We should be good. <laughs> I'm gonna beat up a bear. Actually, you might need to stop at my sporting goods store. Acquire some more supplies. I, I I have all the things that we have right here, and she holds up a box. It's like, uh, it should have uh the sensors and also some things we can kind of help mount into some trees. Basically, she holds one up and says like, uh, it looks like it's got it's got like a like an inch spike in it, so that you can kind of like push it into the tree. Dang girl, I was talking about guns. I I, I, I we don't need guns. We just need orbs. They're right here. We got everything. Maybe a ladder. That's it. So yourself. What kind of loser needs a ladder to climb a tree? Well, it's just kind of a... Let's, and she just kind of looks like, oh, we should probably get going. They might be getting busy, so the sooner the better. And she just kind of 
speedily walks it off to the door. Uh, she's like, uh, I got my van with us that we should just be able to come in here. Uh, just kind of conveniently just, it has space for everyone. Um, all the best ones do. Uh, and I guess, uh, you all just kind of walk over to, with her to her van. Uh, and basically, uh, you see that she drives, uh, a VW bus. Uh, that is that, you know, that VW bus. This um, is going over my head. Uh, it's the, it's the, uh, very traditional looking VW bus. Uh, hold on. I will post a picture. I'll get one. Yep. Uh, it's, you'll probably notice it when you see it. it is basically there is enough space for it um for everyone so you all kind of pile also, in i will have you know that the ravia will not get in the bus and will just follow on her hog okay so i guess you follow along uh well, he's also got his own transportation okay so you all uh it is about a 10 minute ride uh, from Hazeltown to uh, where to the Sapphire uh, Lakes Park, and when you get there, you see that there are uh, not many people. Uh, like the parking lot is rather like small. Uh, public transportation transportation is kind of the preferred method of transport in this area. Um, so it is a relatively smaller parking lot, but even then, you see that it, there are not many people there. Uh, you see that there are some, uh, uh, there are some cars which are marked uh, that they are, uh, mem- there they are for D pass use, which is um, Department of Public or uh, Public uh, or no. Hold on, let me take a look. Uh, uh, Department of Personal Citizens and Safety, which are basically uh, the cops that you were talking about. Uh, although they're more first responders in this area rather than, you know, like beat cops. Um, so uh, you see that there is some presence in the area, but there is not like it's like one or two cars. Um, so you all kind of get out and it's kind of a park. So uh, Ray just kind of gets out. It's like, OK, um, I guess. We should probably get figure out where we kind of want to start. Um, also, um, around this time, uh, you kind of are just kind of divvying out uh, what you're doing in the park, where you also see another van pop out or go in or come in. Uh, this looks like a utility van uh, that looks like it's it's like. Some that you see like electrician that has a ladder on top um, and also some uh, it's nondescript, um, but it looks like you can carry a couple people. Uh, and when you get out or, or when you just kind of look at the van and the van open or like the doors open of that van and out pops uh, Cass and someone else. Uh, and then basically Cass uh kind of like gets a hold of you and just kind of looks over and sees radio and you see uh him and uh his partner kind of uh come in uh his partner is uh he is about let's say six foot uh you tell that he is a bear 
that is uh fur of silver cover or color uh and he has a like black kind of uh somewhat stylized look to him and he is they are both wearing like jeans and a t-shirt oh shit he was right there are bears in these woods mm. uh so they're they're both walking up and he's like hey uh hey radio uh, I heard that, or Cass was mentioning that uh, you might need help uh, with uh, putting up some of these orbs. So uh, we came as backup. Uh, oh, you might not have met my uh, my partner here. Uh, this is Jean. Uh, he uh, and the bear kind of puts his hand up. Uh, yeah, we're we're working buddies. So uh, he kind of helped us. He he uh, said that he could help us out with what we're doing. Ah, good. Now we have more. Pe- that just means we have more people to keep watch when this goes wrong. They just kind of look and it's like, okay. I mean, we're just putting stuff in trees. It shouldn't be an issue unless one of you slips. But I got a ladder here that should. Help. I mean, Bob B's so made of sleaze that we really shouldn't let him to the trees, or else he will slip. <laughs> You're disgusting. Right back at you, lady. Uh. Okay, uh, why don't we figure out where exactly we should probably put trees up? Or put the, uh, orbs up? Put up trees. Um, let's see, we got the... Put my thing back. Um, we have... Because let's see, we have, uh, the amphitheater, uh, by the lake, um, on the trail, or by the feeding area. Um, it's about 11, so, um, it shouldn't be that busy i know some people like to take their lunch here um but we should be good for a while uh so does anyone have any suggestions on where to start i'll take the feeding area i'll be able to take the amphitheater i guess i'll go to the trail then not the lake oh right i forgot about the lake yeah then yeah your gonna go for the for the lake then okay um so uh basically uh, Radia hands you both two of them, and basically, uh, basically everyone gets two, uh, and then basically you start to disperse, and it's like, um, as I say, uh, basically Cass and uh, Jean say, uh, anyone need help? Bobby points out the big bairns and says, "I'll take you." Uh, John just goes, "Okay," and then basically, uh, he'll follow along with you. Uh, and then Cass just kind of stands there as like, uh, I could probably put some up uh, if you if you want, Radio. Uh, and basically, uh, he holds his hand out and basically she says, um, well, uh, how about, I'm just trying to look to see. Um, yeah, why don't you go put him in the trail for me? And then Radio says, um, uh, like, oh, okay, here, uh, I'll just go ahead and do that. Uh, in the radio, he's like, oh, 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 before y'all go, uh, I, we have also, she holds up some, uh, kind of what looks like handheld communicate, like, basically, uh, we have some walkie-talkies as well, um, we can keep in touch that way, just in case someone oh, has issue. Could, could you hard go ahead and just put a psychic connection between everybody, or is that? Uh, that would be a bit, that would not work. Okay, just wanted to double check. Uh, also, the, it's. It would like the way it would triangulate that wouldn't work. Okay. Just also, be quite the distance at that point, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah that, right. that would be like extreme range. That is not 
practical. That would probably kill you, Har. I'd say you could just enjoy the most severe headache you've had in a while. But all right, in that case, grabs a walk. Yoho grabs a walkie-talkie and then heads off to go boating. Okay. Um. So let's see. Who should we go first? Um. How about we uh get the amphitheater uh done? So um, Death, you and John are with are basically. Uh, you just kind of all walk over to the amphitheater. You see, like, occasionally, like, there is, like, a person or two uh, walking around, but they aren't really paying that much attention to you. Um, so uh, you just kind of uh, walk over to a patch of trees, uh, and you see that it is a patch of trees that's about, let's just say they're about uh, 10 trees, um, just kind of uh, forming a cluster, and you do see one that's kind of in the center uh, that... There is kind of a clearing that would look in the middle of the amphitheater uh, if you were to get a orb up there. Mm. Well, big man, guess you best get the climbing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, basically, you just kind of walk over and you kind of point out to that area. He's like, all right, well, uh, I'll get going. Uh, now, do a roll, let me see. Uh, that would not be... That terribly hard and he's pretty burly so actually let me i have reference one sec let's see it's easy as picking a primitive lock tending minor cuts and bruises finding food and shelter on a lush planet shooting a target at short range close friend to help your task or picking a typical lock uh it's just a tree so i would say that is average and i would say that uh his brawn would be pretty good uh, and that'll be a yeah, um, let's do that. Okay. Do, 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 do. And let's see, we got a net failure with, is that four advantage or one? Okay, so with one advantage. Um, so basically, he tries and climbs up, and basically, he has one of the orbs. Um, but when he goes up, he basically, he's trying to find a spot that the orb thing, but basically, it, um, the orb just kind of, like he puts it like tries to put it into the tree um but it keeps on like like he kind of fumbles with it and he's trying to put it into the tree but it keeps on he's unable to get a hole on it to it uh but he it, like he kind of falls like keeps on falling out but um it's not like falling down and there is also a branch next to him that uh every time it falls out it just kind of falls into that so it's not like it's falling to the ground uh so it's like i Man, I just can't get it into this tree for some reason. You're doing fine, big man. You got it. All right. Uh, hold on. Let me try one more time. Okay. There we go. Uh, so then he, uh, so he is able eventually after some point, uh, that is, uh, by the way, the role is three, three success, one advantage. Um, he is able to jam it in there. Uh, but also, when he jams it in there, he just kind of looks behind him, uh, and he's able to clear some branches that were kind of uh, clearing out, so it will definitely have a good view onto the amphitheater. Uh, and also, while he is up there, uh, he just kind of looks across, and he sees kind of something similar over there. He's like, look, I, I, there, I, see, a, I see a tree where we can put this up over on the other side. We should be good. Sounds good, big man. I'm going to just stay down here and keep enjoying the view. Okay. 
Um, do me a favor and uh, make a vigilance check. Right. Uh, make a, let's just say a, let's just say an average uh, check. That's two purples. Uh, that's two purples. Three successes, two threats. All right. Well, you don't see anyone. Uh, you basically, you just kind of take a look around and you kind of look at everywhere and you don't see anyone. Uh, yeah. So you just kind of look around and then you just kind of, uh, I guess just kind of like go back to where I like where you were and just like, in just basically you're satisfied with what you see. Bobby sure is. Yep. Um, so basically, um, John, uh, hops back down and, uh, basically, uh, he's like, all right, well, let's go over the other tree. After you. And then basically he's like, all right. And then basically you both walk to that other tree. So, um, Carnival. I ask. Oh, go ahead. What role would I need to do if I wanted to like say no, the police patrol routes through the park? Um, let's see. Let me look at what list we got. I would say that's probably school degree. Uh, yeah, that would be skull. That would be skull degree, but I would have you uh have intellect as the other thing instead of cunning. Uh, so in your case, so let me yours up. Oh, actually, I don't need to zoom in. Uh, so for your case, that would be uh, the exact same. Uh, yeah. It would just be... Oh, wait, wait that's street rise. I was looking at But actually, it doesn't matter. Uh, it'd be two greens. Uh, and I would say um, that would probably be a... That would be a... Let's call that a purple. Or like, let's call that... Uh, oops, sorry. Uh, let's call that. Let's say that that would be hard. So three purples. All right. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, you. Let's just say you know that basically from what you have kind of understood is that. Uh, yeah, basically you are you are now aware of where there would be police presence, where or not there will be. Um. I'll just let you know if there would be police presence. Uh, so while you two are walking to the other side, uh, Carnival, let's go uh, get yours. So you are by the lake, and uh, there you can see the lake that you were going to, that you pointed out, uh, is one that there it is where you can do some boating. Um, you happen to notice that in that lake, it, it just seems like a pretty normal lake. Um, there is a, um, let's just say there, uh, basically the lake is kind of covered. It's kind of like halfway, uh, like half of it is open. Uh, the other side is pretty like tree heavy. Uh, and there is kind of a, kind of a knot in the section where it's kind of like an, almost an island, but not quite. Um, but it is, you also see that there are some, it's pretty open other than that. Or the side that you were able to get to is pretty open. Uh, there is a, a stand where you can rent boats, and there is also uh, several patches of trees that you could put in there. Put like you could put the orb in. 
Well, first off, we're just gonna walk over to the rent-a-boat stand, and I've already paid for a boat for the next five hours. Uh, just uh, go and just use a little telepathy there. Okay. Um. And you did never met me. In addition to that. Okay. Uh, let's see. That would be. Oh, that would be. Oh, hold on. Let me figure out which. I think that's mine. Let me see how hard of a check this is going to be. Magic, magic spells. Uh, let's see. Mind. Uh, let's see. Mind spells are magic. The tempers of another character's thoughts, either reading or manipulating. Using mind spells in a narrative encounter can achieve things such as mind tricks to, to distract searching opponents or to gently guide a curious law enforcer that your cargo is completely legal. Uh, the default difficulty for a mind check is hard. Mind spells should not emulate the effects of a social check, but instead should be used when there is no chance a social check could accomplish the task. Um, the additional effects of the mind are... Let's see... Uh, the additional dust from the mind, additional effects can be used. I read, took this from the book that I think that didn't proofread that segment. Anyway, uh, so yeah, basically there are some other things um, that you can check. Uh, the thing is, I think you should only do it when you can, like, you know that it would fail. Uh, so why do you, I would imagine you would probably just go up to the boat person, or the person and just say, uh, hey, can I rent a boat? Hey, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so basically you walk up and um you just kind of uh go over there uh and she's like oh um it's hi there uh would you like to run a boat yeah i just need a boat for just a little bit well you're in luck uh there really isn't a whole lot of people here so you could just uh uh we got plenty of boats in like in dock so just go ahead and knock yourself out all right thank you kindly uh, uh, do you you know how to go? You know how to use a boat, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. you're good. Okay. Uh, so you see that there are several kind of small rowboats in the area, like nothing fancy. Uh, you like basically, uh, think of the size of those like swan boats. Okay, it's like, and it's definitely rowboats and not those foot pedal ones. Uh, I think it would be like traditional rowboats because I don't know if those things existed. Okay, just want to double check. So yeah, you'll hard grabs whichever is the closest. Just rows off to that island. Put up one of the. Okay, uh, so um, it's a pretty clear. I am just gonna say that you do it. Like, there's no point in like rolling, or ro yeah, rolling to kind of figure that out. Uh, so you go over there and you do see that there are several trees there. Um. And you have your, you have uh, plenty of options to pick to put them in there. Um, one thing you could do is you probably don't even have to climb up that much if you want to. But the thing is, if you climb up a little higher, then it's probably not in uh, view. Uh, actually, give me a, well, uh, you would probably need to do a perception check. All right, sure. That'll that's presence plus a perception. That is, let's see, that is uh, cunning. Okay. So uh, that would be a yellow and a green for you. All right. Let's see. Oh, wait, oops. Actually, nope. I take that back. Oh, that was obvious. Um, How dare actually, you? Let me actually look at your sheet. You son of a bitch. Um, I'll kill you. That's two greens. 
I'll fucking uh, kill you. So I I will take two greens. Oh, that is one green. Two greens. Move them over here. Uh, and let's just say that is uh, there's not a you don't really need to look that hard. So I'm just gonna say it is a singular purple. All right. Uh, three successes and one threat. So what do I see then? Uh, so basically, you happen to find a branch that is not too terribly high, but also uh, gives is actually covered by so like you see part of a tree uh, that actually looks pretty forward out, like it's pretty centered. So there really isn't any trees that it's not looking out of. Uh, that actually kind of somewhat concealed by some branches. Uh, right. Let's go put one up there. Okay, so that would be athletics. That is also the wrong sheet yet again. <laughs> Hmm. What's my athletics since I don't um you it's uh it's oh actually you have a it's actually better than your perception. Okay. Um so you don't have to climb that high up. Oh, I'm gonna replace this green with a yellow. And I am essentially gonna make the same roll. We uh net failure. Uh so basically you you just try and get it up there, but you Alright, is it could I use uh, telepathy to do a telekinetic, or is that not an option? I forget if that's an option. Um, you could use move. All right, so let's try and just move it with my mind and just put it up there in that nice spot. Uh, let me check to see what the thing is. Okay, so using this move, using the move spell in a narrative encounter can allow the character to move several small objects at once, manipulate a complex mechanism, or instantly retrieve an object across a room. If a character wants to attempt uh, something such as picking a lock or manipulating some other unseen object, it is recommended to establish a base difficulty of doing it with mundane tools and then increasing that difficulty at least one. Um, select a target of its silhouette zero or one, which this is a zero, uh, up to short range, which uh, that is what you would be. Uh, the default difficulty is easy. Uh, if successful, you move the target one direction toward or away from the character up to one range band. Uh, pure uncancelled success. So, uh, basically, all you would need to do is do a easy check. Um, let me look at the, what the, the additions are for you. Uh, if there's anything that would I would say, uh, nope, you don't need additional targets. You don't need additional range. You don't need a size increase. Uh, you don't need to levitate. Um, it's not an adversary, and you're not teleporting. Um, so, yeah, just it is an easy check, which... Okay, so let's see. It is telepathy versus one one purple. All right, uh, and that's like, which, that's three that yellows is, and a green. Yeah, that's three yellows and a green. So you, you're somehow still going to fail this. I know, and it's going to be great. All right. Big bucks, no whammies. Uh, well, I see successes right there. Okay, three successes, one threat, and a triumph. Uh, so basically, you don't... I for, Also, I forgot to mention, because it's magic, you would normally do the two... Two, um, two strain. Two strain. Uh, but since you got a triumph, I'm going to say that you did not need to cost, or do that strain. So you just kind of jam it into that tree. Um... Yohar's got annoyed with after the climbing and just decided, no, just psychic throw it into there. So you kind of thump it into the tree and it makes kind of a notable thud. Um, but you get it in there. It also doesn't look it like you can kind of uh, feel from it that it is still working. 
so you have put an orb into a tree on that section. Well, that's done. Now time to go to the other part of the needed. Okay. Uh, so you, uh, you make, you kind of go back into the boat and row back over. Thank you for listening to Hazeltown Story. If you'd like to get updates on this show and many other shows hosted by me, Lola Puzzlo, you can follow at Hazeltown Story on Twitter. And if you would like to get to know me more from a personal standpoint, you can follow my personal Twitter at Lola Puzzlo. If you would like to watch this be recorded live, you can go to twitch.tv slash Puzzlo and follow the channel for notifications of when this show, as well as other shows like Retro Rank Rhapsody, are being recorded. If you would like to add this podcast to your podcatcher of choice, you can search for WLDP Hazeltown Radio and find us on most major podcatching search engines. Or you can manually add rss.hazeltown.life to your podcatcher. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come around for the next episode. <laughs>